<laughs> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Who what is this? And why is it happening? Please, 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 please. <laughs> Wow, this is terrible. This is terrible. What was that? Why did that happen to my ears? <laughs> what was I'm sorry. That? There are literal tears in my eyes. Okay. Um, so that is a cover of Kendrick Lamar's Humble. Like a real one? <laughs> like, for, like, unironic. Like, if really, it was actually an unironic one. Unironic. <laughs> Oh my God. She thought it was really cool. Why? <laughs> this girl, Rory Lee. She just has like a bunch of weird like YouTube and Instagram covers of songs in which she like flips the style in a very unpleasant manner. I mean, I in some sense she kind of like the thought of listening to it again is literally making me have like visceral reactions. <laughs> um uh, <laughs> But in some ways, she does have kind of like a Florence and the Machine sort of vocal. But just like with Kendrick Lamar, I feel it is so wrong. But she did, she did this. She did this and thought it was cool. She can probably do some things, but this is not the thing that she should be doing. It's just like, it's an abomination. <laughs> it goes against nature. <laughs> oh my god. She posted that video on Twitter, and of course she got roasted by like literally everyone and she took it down that was so stressful to listen to there's also a lot of extremely unpleasant volume changes that was really sad anyway so welcome to backtrack a podcast where we apparently Assault your eardrums. <laughs> I'm sorry to put y'all through that. That wasn't... But it was hilarious. For you. Ugh. Well, now on to, like, way, 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 way better shit. <laughs> um, music news. Last week, we started off with um, the Kanye album. And now there's another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Which is honestly kind of like... Like, he said he was going to release four albums, and everyone was kind of like, LMAO, Kanye says he's going to release four albums. But I don't really, in hindsight, I don't really know why I doubted it, because, like, you wouldn't say that a month out and be like, haha, I guess I have to drum up four albums. You know, like, they're probably close to done by that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the new album is called Kids See Ghosts. It's actually, that's actually the artist. And it's their self-titled album. Mm-hmm. And it's comprised of Kanye West and Kid Cudi. It's also seven songs. And I thought it was really good. I thought it was like a million zillion times better than Ye, for starters. Um, it was just like, like, even, okay, even the first song, which I thought it was called Fourth Dimension, turns out it's called Feel the Love. I feel like a lot of people thought it was also called Fourth Dimension for a good few hours there. Yeah. Okay, well, f- okay, so let's, sh- so to back up, 
the whole like album release was kind of a clusterfuck because there was supposed to be a live stream on Thursday and then it was like two hours late and like didn't work because they use this like weird ass third party instead of using like Twitch live stream like everybody else and then when it was finally released on streaming platforms on like Friday morning it was like there was no cover art for a period of time and then like the track list was actually like wrong or something and I was like listening to it and I was like oh it's so interesting like the song starts off saying like I can still feel the love and then there's like another song called feel the love later in the album it's like a recurring motif (laughs) like that's so interesting I think if you still go on YouTube it like still has the incorrect like names for the tracks like I tried to tell my one of my friends to like uh listen to feel the love and like he was like this one right and I like put it in I like put an earbud in and it was reborn and I was like "Mm, nope actually the same thing sort of fucked me up on Friday because I was trying to get everyone that we were with to, to like go out and so I was like oh like I'll play this one song that I really like off the new kids see ghosts album and it's called cutty montage and it's like so lit turns out like cutty montage what you it's actually fourth dimension like now its actual name is fourth dimension Mm. which makes sense because there's a line in there which is really clever and it's like might need an intervention for this new dimension it makes sense Mm mm-hmm so I, like, go to play this song, which I think is called, quote-unquote, Cutty Montage, and the and I play what is actually the last song on the album, which is, like, beautiful and, like, slow and, like, sad. And I think I single-handedly, like, ruined the vibes of the night, and then we didn't end up going out. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty sad. Um, anyway, I thought it was a really good album. Um, Feel the Love, I already thought it was better than Yay. Even the part where it's kind of like, man's not hot. And he says, all this. (laughs) (laughs) But Fourth Dimension, I thought, was super, super clever. So good as your cost. Brought an alligator, I ain't talking the cost. Make me say, uh, like a mix of Master P and Rick Ross. Uh-uh. She seen to make me always feel like a boss. Uh-uh. She said I'm in the wrong hole, I said I'm lost. Uh-uh. She said I'm going too fast, I'm exhausted. Now drop to your knees for the offering. This the theme song, or something wrong. This is my favorite. Intervention for this new dimension. That's too new to mention. Won't fit in a sentence. If I get locked up, I won't finish the sentence. That part is so clever. Yeah. And um, Kid Cudi's part on this song, in this whole album, is like such a nice sort of throwback to his original style. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot like Man on the Moon type of thing. Mm-hmm. And his last release was in 2016, which was pretty like erratic, I would say. Like he kind of went in a bunch of different directions, but this is really nice and it feels like consistent with what I feel like was his best shit. Yeah. Like before. Um, also at the end of this song, there's like a sample where it's like, you only want like two and a half minutes, three max. And like, that's it for the song. And I was like, that's so true. Although it isn't that new of a thought. Like if this, if that sample had happened on an album in like 2013, 
then I'd be like, man, that's groundbreaking. Like, that's so true. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, now I kind of feel like everyone's like, yeah, I know. We know. That's why we're, le- re- we're all releasing songs that are, like, two and a half minutes and three minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also thought um, Kid See Ghosts was really interesting because I, like, thought that the beginning was, like, kind of low-key and maybe, like a little bit too mellow but this hold on this is what it sounds like and i actually kind of like these little metronome ticks in the back kissy go sometimes kissy go sometimes kissy go sometimes spirit I think this song is like a really interesting example of like the difference that it makes in a what a rapper's voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. Like this song, like Kid Cudi's voice, kind of like blends in to the instrumental here. Yeah, yeah. In, a kind of, in like a pretty interesting way, I guess. But like when I first listened to it, I was like, "This is a maybe like a low in terms of energy of yeah. the album." But then like Kanye comes in, and it is all of a sudden like really fucking turn, which is I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. I could do without this course. Like, this course happens, I feel like, a couple too many times. Yeah. Well, it took me long enough to rap on this strong enough. Pay the shit, just gonna give up. Cause Jay just gonna live up to everything that sucks to you and us never enough. See how it, like, totally fucking changes when Kanye comes in? Like, breakfast in bed. But I like breakfast and head. Good one-liner by Kanye West. Although it was actually used first on Lil Wayne's Mrs. Officer. So gotta give credit where credit is due. <laughs> My favorite part about Kid Goes Ghost is like at the very end of it when there's the part where uh, Kid Cudi says like civilization without society. Like I think that was like when you were talking about how like his voice really blends with the instrumental. Like yeah, that thought just like hit me really hard specifically when that part comes in yeah and we're going out of order now but i also really liked i thought feel the love was i think that was wow. when it had a <laughs> really going all the way back fuck of- it's not called feel the love it is called reborn literally the song titles are fucking me up so hard <laughs> um reborn was so it, that's when it really catalyzed for me like the similarities between this album and Man on the Moon like I can still see that Kid Cudi has come a long way since those albums also but there's definitely some pursuit of happiness melodies and it's definitely I think it's the longest song I want I think it's like five and a half minutes but it's I also get the sense it's like supposed to be that way mm-hmm. like it's takes its time a little bit So I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. 
like an anchor for Kanye in this whole like project like on yay Kanye was like kind of going all over the fuck like just everywhere yeah and here there's like a lot more focus like the ideas seem like they've been like honed and polished a lot more although I did hear that Kanye like redid his entire album in two weeks or something like yay mm. which honestly makes sense because so many of the lines from that album like reference things that have happened in the last month yeah so <laughs> anyway and then the last song Cardi Montage which is my favorite I like love all the harmonies in it I think these, the like guitar or whatever stringed instrument this is, mm-hmm. is like more weighted towards Kid Cudi. Yeah. And coming right after Kid See Ghost, which I think was like probably better geared for Kanye's voice, like physically, mm-hmm. this one's. I think a little bit better geared for Kid Cudi's voice. Love those harmonies. Another like really sad but very clever line by Kanye. I feel like I also don't like Kanye West when I maybe and like maybe I'm wrong, this is by no means like a consensus, but when I think about Kanye West, I think first of his production and he has an iconic sounding voice because like of all of his work that he's put out Mm -hmm. but I don't actually think of him as like a storyteller first like J. Cole for example like amazing rapper and storyteller Mm -hmm. like when I stop a J. Cole song in the middle it feels like I'm cutting someone off in the middle of their sentence like I, I typically don't do it because I feel like everything you know like I have to let him finish what he's saying because it's a story mm-hmm. and uh, this song is I think one of my favorite examples of Kanye being a storyteller mm-hmm. like in a poignant way yeah yeah um and it's just a really good end to this album you know it has like the finality that I wanted and totally did not get from yay yeah and like violent crimes or whatever I I agree and I really I just really I like really love the I am a sucker for, like, vocal layering in a specific way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, like, really scratches that edge for me, this song. Yeah. No, totally. 
<sighs> but yeah, I guess that's, we didn't talk about free, but I didn't even like it that much. So I don't feel that bad about not talking about that one. Yeah. There's a part where he says like swoop or scoop or something. And it sounds exactly like when he says it in lift yourself. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> red flag. <laughs> um, anywho, what else happened? Vendata and Arlamar have a new single called Emotion, which I really like. I love Arlamar. Um, I went to a concert, like I went to an Arlamar concert, I think in like November, and he was so amazing and so talented and so like charismatic. He also he covered "Thinking About You," like the Frank Ocean song, which like I feel with like his voice. Oh yeah, with his actual voice, which wow. is I feel like not something you do if you're like an okay singer yeah and he pulled it the fuck off it was so funny everyone was like singing along during uh like the verse because that's like a pretty attainable thing to do mm-hmm. and then when it switches to like the falsetto it's like yeah. do you not think so far ahead the whole crowd kind of like peters off because we can't do it and he hit it like so so well wow anyway so yeah he's super talented and has a new single with Vendata. um there's a neo album which is amazing because I feel like the last Neo song that I like fully listened to was Miss Independent, which is also a jam. <laughs> um, and then what else happened? There was that Better Not remix EP. Yeah. I mean, okay, so like the first time that I listened to it, I didn't really actually like the drop that much. So I really did actually want like a remix EP from it. And they, I guess, heard my <laughs> subliminal messages. Um, <laughs> Especially because there are some, like, remixes from that I... From, like, people that I have been, like, sort of watching grow. Like, uh, Montel2099 has a remix on there. Oh, you knew who that was? Yeah. <laughs> Montel2099 had, like, this, like, remix that went, like, fairly viral on SoundCloud of Lord's Green Light. Mm. That was, like, real. That was like a really interesting style, and it kind of caught everybody by surprise. Nice. I think my favorite was the Zach Nasita remix. Oh, yeah, no. Favorite. That one was an unexpected fave from me. Do you know who that is? Because I actually hadn't heard of them before. I hadn't heard, uh, I hadn't heard of them before either, which is why. This is also such a cute and uplifting song. It is. It is, it is. I do, lo- I do love that weird little flute thing. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I just feel like this remix EP was fully packed. Like, I listened to the first song, just because, or the first one, like, this Zach Nesita one. And then I, as I was scrolling, I was like, oh, my God, Sean Frank had a remix? Like, oh, my God, Hotel Garuda is on here? Oh, my God, Crane's on here? Oh, my God, High Key's on here? Um, so. Sean Frank was the first one to release a remix. And I was, like, a little bit, I was slightly because like when i saw that that was released i was like hmm are we gonna do a remix ep hmm? yeah. 
I feel like when remixes are fully... I guess I don't really know anymore, but I think when, in general, when... At least in the before times, when most remixes were released on SoundCloud, if mm. there was a remix that was released on Spotify, it was like an instant indicator that there was going to be a remix EP. Yeah. But now I guess I don't even know. Can we play the, the fun, crunchy Jersey high-key remix? Mm-hmm. Just because I find this very fun. And I love it when Haiki gets to do actual, like, official remixes. weekly bit of reggaeton news um Shakira and Maluma have a new song called Clandestino and J Balvin, Osuna and this guy Sky have another song called Karma and it's Sky's first song on Spotify theoretically but I'm pretty sure like this dude produces for J Balvin like all the time and this is maybe just his first like actual credit on Spotify but and then also um Osuna and Tory Lanez have that new song called Pop Me yeah I really like that because like mostly because I really like Tory Lanez but um and I'm not gonna pretend like I am some person who knew who Tory Lanez was for a very long time because I found out about Tory Lanez from Cashmere Cat mm, really um, yeah Okay. From like Cashmere Cat's like nine album. Yeah, I know, but and I then like Tory Lanez, like after on uh, Miss You. Mm. Mm. Is it Miss You? I keep on thinking. I know that it's something no, you it and you. I keep you. on thinking maybe it's like Need You or something. But I know that the second word is you. Well, because he's also on um, Trust Nobody, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's like, yeah. That's not the first time. I don't think they've collaborated. Um, what else? Oh my god, did you listen to Be Yourself by Taylor Bennett? Oh yeah, I I actually hadn't heard it, and then I looked at our Google Doc, and I was like, oh, I should probably listen to this, because this, like, because I really do like Taylor Bennett. I liked Favorite Colors, um, the one that was produced by Luke Tennyson. And Kyle's on that song, too. Uh, oh yeah, wait. Yep, yep. for real. That's true, that's a true oh, fact. yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so I was like really excited. I thought it was really cute. It was yeah, it was so adorable. It was like fun, empowering Pride Month release. 
he says he's like an outstanding proud afro-american bisexual like it's great um what else oh speaking of queer artist kim petras oh yeah kim petras releasing her new single can't do better which happened last like friday she was teasing it a little bit Mm -hmm. um she's been playing a lot of pride uh festivals like she's she headlined she headlined pride in dc she performed in la i think she's gonna be in sf like she's all over the place Mm -hmm. and um can't do better is like her like big song for that she's like doing them like she's like putting it all over her like, mm-hmm. twitter feed yeah um one of my friends who like was in dc for the for pride like posted a video on instagram of her doing it <laughs> and i was like oh hey doing oh, can't do better um i like kind of liked it i thought it was like very interesting from her because her voice is like has like the elements of like Katy Perry singing I, anthemic things. Oh my god, things. I also thought it was kind of Katy Perry-esque. And like also... Like exactly Katy Perry-esque. But that's also I think a p- partially the Dr. Luke factor. Oh. Oh my god, is he still producing music? Why is that... Yes, and she is working with them uh, with him and it's like all, there's like, there's a lot of tea with that and I think that she is slowly growing and slowly realizing that she probably needs to oh. cut ties with him. Um, but yes, they, he's produced most of her, most, if not all, I think of her singles. Dang. Did he do Faded? I love Faded. It so is, now it is possible, oh, but I'll have to look it up it's okay it. because we are waiting for those like solely Sophie produced songs that are, <laughs> we know exist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what else happened? Any other... Any other um, queer releases? Yes, actually. Um, I would like to talk about... This is a little bit different for us, but there is an artist uh, called Snail Mail. Um, oh my god, I think I've actually heard this song. Um, and so she just released her debut album um, last Friday. Okay, my bad. And I heard one song. <laughs> but this is a song that I really like called Full Control. That's off the album. Which is called Lush. I think that this song is really cool and I think that Snail Mill is really cool because apparently she's been making music for like a really really long time like when she was in high school she had to get like notes so that she could like go play concerts oh wow like so that she could get absences <laughs> for classes like and I think that that's just like a really cute idea mm-hmm. oh speaking of which I looked up like Yayan even like further because now I follow him on Twitter and he's literally straight up the same age as me I saw a video that he, like, made that, like, that's, like, of him, like, there's, like, a, where it's, like, clips that are spliced together of, like, different times of, like, his high school experience, and, like, it's literally, like, first bell of the first day of freshman year, and, like, him graduating high school, and it's, like, literally, like, from, like, last year, and I was, like, wow, like, Dude, people are, like, doing crazy shit and they're so young yeah 
Um, the other thing uh, that I don't know if you know about this, because I found out about it from some, like, weird means. I forget, actually, how I found out about it. But um, Vanessa Michaels, the person who made that fun Jersey Club Say My Name remix that we Mm -hmm. are talking about came out with an EP. Is it good? so there are a couple of, like, pretty fun songs. Uh, This one was my favorite. It's called Chemistry. She hits the like pitched up vocals game real hard. Yeah. So, um, that's that. I was just surprised to see her, like, releasing stuff, because she hasn't really... I haven't heard from her in a while, and she, like, makes some pretty fun club tracks sometimes. Yeah, actually, speaking of people that I haven't heard of in a while, and I was, like, fully expecting them to end up changing their style, but then it actually stayed pretty consistent and still awesome... Pusher came out with a new song, and it is called Sober. Apparently, it's, like, the first single off of an EP that's going to come out in October. Women in the dark, I was waiting to restart, but it was a hard recovery. These like drums and the bass there are like so classic pusher. Such like full percussion lines, you know? think like the drop is so cute yeah it's very interesting it's giving me low-key like sean wasabi as like og manila killer vibes yeah yeah no definitely and i think i like those like woody synths and then the chord progression is also like kind of like a nice it reminds me of um clear the other song by pusher oh yeah 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 um the one that Sean Wasabi has a remix of. Oh shit, is that, is that why I love that? Um, but, yeah, there's also like a part kind of in this interlude and when I first listened to the song I was like, this is pretty good, it's kind of like classic pusher, but like I don't know if it's like my favorite song mm-hmm. and in this bridge there's this really, really nice melody that happens. 
happens, I think, after this drop. I like love that melody. Anyway, super super excited for that October um, album slash EP. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Vanessa Michaels kind of reminded me of that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, oh my god! Also, Lily Allen has a new album. Did you listen to it? I I, I didn't, but I saw that you wanted to talk about it. I um, fully like. Lily Allen is an artist that our dad actually introduced us to. Um, I think it, and I don't even know how deep of a cut it was. I think it may have been when like Smile came out, which was like one of those big singles, like a oh, full yeah. top forty song. Um, but the album's called No Shame, and it has like this electro pop vibe that she's had for a while um like on ldn or like everything's just wonderful do you remember that song you know mm. like oh yeah like this kind of electronic upbeat type of vibes um with like soft feminish Femin, feminine, feminine, feminish, feminish, <laughs> feminish. Uh, vocals. So that she actually kind of maintains that vibe. It's a little bit like more mature now. Um, and there are some fun songs like Your Choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it definitely sounds like Lily Allen. Yeah. Um, like it's it's not like total pivot, but it's revamped, and I really liked the album. There's also like slower um, songs that are that are great. She kind of like like she's always been a good songwriter, also, and like a ballad singer. But my favorites were more of these like percussive, um, upbeat songs. Yeah. So yeah, you should listen to it. Speaking of like kind of fun upbeat stuff um nlv records which is like nina las vegas's record company has been recently promoting a new artist who goes by coda banks and then like they have like their producers because like the record label is mostly producers and so basically they're just like all producing for this one vocalist and so this one's like kind of interesting because this release which is a single uh called uh fiorentina like literally like it has two versions one that's in english and one that's in italian so here's the italian version which i thought was like kind of interesting that she did 
that I think is like kind of characteristic of producers who are on NLV records is their use of like those like 808 Tom style like hits that mm -hmm. like come in at different at like weirder pitches that normally you wouldn't expect them to be at yeah um I, I actually I kind of like that when they when like a record label has that consistent sound I feel like um Fool's Gold Records does that really well like Atrax record Ausla does that really well so uh, can I tell you about a, a fun thing that I, that isn't actually super new because it, like, came out, like, a month ago, but it's really cool? Still counts. I feel like it's still I just, new. I just figured it out. I just, like, found this. I think I would consider a song still new if you heard it on the radio and you weren't like, oh, what a throwback. You know, I feel like within, like six months when it could still feasibly become like a top 40 hit it can be considered new okay cool then this definitely satisfies that okay so i want to bring back a little bit of the shit that got me into soundcloud originally which was like very interesting and like original slightly more i don't know i don't know ethereal um uh, sounding production that has like a little bit more of a focus on um, on sound design and so I'm going to play some of this song called Honest by Flamingo but there's a dot in between the flaw and the mingo <laughs> <laughs> It'll get there. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of a quiet song. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. It'll just go. This is like the kind of song that I think is really interesting to me because um, it has like a very clear influence from like um, a lot of like songs that were popular in like maybe like 90s era. Like if you think of like, if you think of Ryan Hemsworth's uh, remix of Feeling This by Blink-182, mm. like this is the kind of like style of vocals that's like then like reinterpreted and remastered into this sort of like slightly emotional like slightly ethereal sound mm -hmm. that like really intrigues me um i and like 
this is like the kind of like secret songs Ryan Hemsworth adjacent stuff that I really like. Um, uh, and this specific song uh, and like this kind of style of production also reminded me of another song um, that is actually like um, secret songs associated uh, by Parks Burton called Lemon and Lime. Although also I really like when I think like what I was thinking when I was listening to it was that first hit where it sounds um, really crisp. Yeah. Like is such a nice, it almost sounds like you're, I don't know, dropping like a glass bottle or something, but you like put it in reverse or something. And I feel like a lot of stuff on SoundCloud that has this kind of vibe, I associate it with sort of like fuzzy production like Mm -hmm. it's like wavy and sort of um like low past sounding yeah and it's nice or it's like refreshing to hear that crisp of a sound also yeah yeah but anyways player yeah so here's the other thing that it reminded me of And, like, that was one of the first, like, like, that one was, like, it it came at a time where that wasn't as much, like, a popular thing to do in, like, pop music. Um, And Lemon and Lime specifically uh, appeared on, like, I found out about it because of Ryan Hemsworth's Valentine's Day mix of 2015 (laughs) for BBC Radio 1. And I am saying the full name of it because it is one of the most important mixes to me emotionally and, like, otherwise. It's so funny. I've, like, never listened. I think I maybe have listened to, like, five to ten minutes of the mix. But the amount of times that you've told me to listen to it or referenced a song from it, it's, like, so often. an hour. And Ryan Hemsworth knows so many artists that that mix had so many unreleased tracks that it was absolutely wild. Where, like, full, like, a year or, like, a year and a half after that mix came out, like, people would release a song that was on this on the mix. Like, I would listen to a new song and be like, oh, a new song from an artist that I like. i listen to it and be like, why does this sound vaguely familiar? Oh, maybe it's because its instrumental was played over a rap acapella, like in Ryan Hemsworth's Valentine's Day Mix 27, 2015 for BBC Radio 1. <laughs> for BBC Radio 1. Um, do you want to do your throwback track? Or should I do mine? Because there's a very clear transition here. Well, now I want to do mine. Okay. I had a plan for my backtrack and I'm gonna just wing this totally different song (laughs) (laughs) do it surprise me (laughs) oh yes great opening line for a song (laughs) 
So this song is called 365 by Hi Tom. And I love Hi Tom. It's so good. Hi Tom, a quarter of Rice McLovin along with Henrik the Artist. Both those people are uh, vaguely are no, they are. They both have had or actually has Hi Tom had a secret songs release? Henrik the Artist has, and I think maybe it was DJ Karaoke, who is another member of Rice McLovin, who mm-hmm. has had a secret songs release but they're all associated with each other hi yeah. tom is uh, also signed to nlv records which we were already talking about oh my god i did not actually know that oh my god we're coming up on my very very favorite part of this song if we get close in my so that bit right there is like what makes me love this song like when he says like if we get close in my vehicle like and in the bass there's like this that comes in like and it's perfectly syncopated with the vocals and it like is different from the breakdown in the first verse and I remember listening to this song and being like I cannot believe the opening line was sending good memes yeah you really come through (laughs) and then being and like fully Jay was like okay please just like just give it a chance and then like the first breakdown I was like this is pretty catchy and then the second breakdown I like I think I started the song over like after I heard that I was like that's like so good that I think I will just start this song over again so that I can listen to the build-up to this very brief bit right before like the breakdown of the second verse um I also really like these um sort of like hollow sounding synths Mm -hmm. and the like hollow sounding percussion like obviously it's a full sounding mix but they have this kind of like wispy airy tone to them which is super similar to the synths that are used by Wright McLibben yeah Henrik the artist and High Tom specifically like are masters of that particular style of of synth and especially uh, Henrik the artist in making something that sounds fun and bouncy and High Tom in something that sounds a little bit more dancey and a little bit more slow mm-hmm. um and it combines all of the things i love from girlfriend also oh yeah which is an amazing song oh which I yeah See, they're like these kind of like harmonized since i don't know how to describe these these ones are like bouncier sort of mm-hmm. um and then there's also this weird like kind of like de-pitched detuned situation going on that also comes into 365 mm-hmm. um <laughs> anyway should we turn it down or should we listen until the drop <laughs> um we'll turn it down until the drop 
Um, Isn't that like right now? You're right. like airy hollowish sense like even in even in that track also yeah. hot take that's the best rice mclovin song oh, scene did go shit. viral but like this one i think is such a pure crystallization of their like of their specific styles like there's this one um henrik the artist bootleg that he did called perfect workout but the thing is that the original song that the bootleg is of i like kind of hate um, oh, no. Henrik the Artist was able to make it good enough that I, like, listened to it a million times. But, like, I think that this is, like, encompasses all the things that I really like about each of the four members. The song is not in their top five on Spotify. So that is a pretty hot take of you to say that it's their best song. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I fully was going to do Lose It, the Jerry Folk remix of that Lose It by Oh Wonder. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe maybe some other time. That I was in, I was inspired by some of the vibes from earlier. So, well, I mean, a little switcheroo. <laughs> Clearly, because High Tom is the exact intersection of like the NLV Records people <laughs> and the Secret Songs people. We're so in sync. All right, um, your turn. Yeah, like there were a handful of High Tom songs also in that particular mix the for Valentine's Day Valentine's mix. Day Maybe that's why you One like of Dad's favorite me. songs is Full like a High Tom remix that was on that. Unsurprising. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, going back to that mix. <laughs> oh my god. I feel bad because usually I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like contrast all of the PC music, but like this week I fully just gave into it. <laughs> Anyways. So This isn't fully PC music, though. Yeah. So here is a track from another uh, Secret Songs associated person. It is from Inodi, and it's called Digital Heart. songs with some slow intros by you today. Yeah, but like, <laughs> we really need to appreciate it. You're right. I I came out here to have a good time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's like when um what is that fucking song? <laughs> I'm the one by DJ Khaled and then I realized that it was the same baseline as Heart and Soul, that fucking piano duet. I know. And then it was ruined for me and I played it all summer and I could only think of Heart and Soul. 
Why did you just do that to me? I'm sorry. Before I even get a chance to talk about how much I like this song, you do that. I'm so sorry. Anyways. I had to. Anyways. But let's talk about the other aspects of this song. <clears throat> okay. I really like this song. <laughs> Liked. Past tense. Please, it's so good. I <laughs> Okay, I'm focused. I'm fully okay. focused. And Odie has like a lot of really cool scents that I think are the perfect like in between of like airy, like percussive woody scents and uh the sort of like Porter Robinson like pure like square wave like <laughs> yeah. sort of chip tuny no, style. That's true. That's uh, true. Sense. I think that Inodi like handles like really deep bass hits really well too. Um and the thing is is that I have literally been waiting for so long for an Inodi release because Inodi never like does anything. Um it's clear that he is like somewhat active because his SoundCloud likes do update regularly. Oh my god, that is the deepest cut. You're but, like looking at the likes of these. How do you think artists. that I find SoundCloud no, stuff? I, I, mean, I, I know. look through likes of, of artists that I like. It because... doesn't surprise me, like you look through my likes and I look through your likes, but I just find it funny that you're like, Oh, I'll just check M's likes and then I'll check Inodi's likes. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do. That's how I find, like, the fun club tracks is that I go to, like, all of my favorite club producers and I, like, go into their SoundCloud likes. Um, but I was, like, I was so, like, sad because I, I love, I love, I love an Odie. Um, and there really isn't anything that I have found that is, like, like his style. Which is why I think it's so cool. This is, like, off of the, um, the Digital Heart EP. And there's also, like, a bunch of, like, other really cool songs. There's one that isn't even, I don't think, on Spotify that was released as a single called Cold For You. Mm, I uh, think I've heard that one That before, I keep actually. on thinking is, like, a song on this EP, but it actually isn't. Um, but I would just like to play only one more song from that EP, just because I I really love the intro of this song. I think it's really beautiful. I just want to get to this drop because I think it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, bear with me. 2013 Cruella with um, that song where it's like Better Off Alone, like the classic house one, mm-hmm. mixed with Porter Robinson, mixed with Jersey Club. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, like I was listening to this like as like literally like two seconds ago. It's like, oh no wonder like 2015 me loved this song. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> it has like the Jersey Club beat in yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't totally. use it in like the classic Jersey Club way, but it does have that like. Um, We're kind of like double times. Yeah. Oh, also, this like twinkly thing is really cool. Oh, the other thing you love, which is like glitchy shit. And and Odie does a lot of these really cool like runs and things with like those like glitchier like synths, and I like I I live for it. Anyways, <laughs> the piano intro reminded me of something like totally totally different, which is this song called "Summertime" by Oscar Peterson, played by Justin Goffin. <laughs> I shake you not. fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) i fully um it's relevant i went to a jazz concert the sf jazz festival on saturday and there was like an oscar peterson tribute and oscar peterson is this like really renowned jazz pianist who's amazing and justin coughlin who's the person who's playing this song now also played at the concert and was like so so amazing it was so funny he like um, I'm pretty sure he's blind. So he came out with his like seeing eye dog and was just kind of like sitting on the piano bench, fully just having a conversation with the crowd and was like, yeah, you know, I'd really like to thank Kelly Peterson, his widow, uh, for, you know, just letting me play around, uh, while everyone else is rehearsing fully was like, I don't know, pretending like he was at some just kind of like casual pianist and then just sits <laughs> down and fucking plays this song. It's like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> sick (laughs) it was amazing yeah but speaking of beautiful piano intros um listening to like that also like it reminded me of another like reason why I don't think that I could have articulated when I first listened to it of like why I also really liked that the intro never let me go is because I'm a sucker for seventh chords and that whole thing just starts off with two seventh chords. Oh, like major seven chords? Yeah, I am you do a, love major. Seven. I am a sucker for major seven chords. In the in the Steven Universe soundtrack, they hit them a lot, and I All love that soundtrack. Yeah, it's just well, I think it's because it has the same sort of spacey, ethereal, cloudy, pastel vibes. Yep, that's me. <laughs> anyway upcoming shit oh yeah so stuff to be on the lookout for i'm just gonna say it y- y'all know i'm gonna say it it's because this would have been the episode where we would have talked about it except that the date was moved but that's okay 
Um, what else is happening? Oh, um, Ariana Grande is, like, doing hella collabs. Uh, she's got a single coming out with, uh, Troy Sivan, which is presumably going to be on Troy Sivan's new album, Bloom. Um... It's coming out the 20th or the 22nd, It's coming out this Wednesday. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, then on Thursday... There is a song by Nicki Minaj that has Ariana Grande on it. What the hell? She's been doing a lot of shit. I, okay, one thing that I would like to mention is I love the way that Ariana Grande does collaborations in that she, like, it doesn't feel like, uh, like, the same kind of thing that, like, a lot of, like, other, like, pop artists do where it's just like, oh, it's, like, all about me and then, oh, and this person's here too. Like, just because you know that we have to put a rap verse in here. Like, it. Like I feel like she does really, like, showcase her featured, like, artists well. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that, like, of course, like, she's, like, done a couple of songs where Nicki Minaj is the featuring artist. That she, like, has a song with Nicki Minaj where she's the featuring artist is, like, kind of cute. Yeah. Um, I also, will say it's also difficult to have a feature with Nicki Minaj and not have Nicki Minaj dominate the shit out of it. That's true. Because that that is what Nicki Minaj does. But mostly I was thinking about the time Like that, in a good way. That she was the featuring artist on a Cashmere Cat song, Adore. Mm. And that when Cashmere Cat like produced a song for her, Be My Baby, like it was featuring Cashmere Cat. It wasn't just like a oh like by the way, like if you look in the production credits on the album slip of the thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see that this person produced it. It was like literally just like straight up just being like, Oh, and like Cashmere Cat, like my friend, it's like on this track. Also, I'm it. not wrong, her album Sweetener is coming out on June twentieth. Yes, yeah. you are correct. And that's why it's also like so insane that she's just like doing all this she's like oh and by the way like this and this and this and (laughs) i saw like her thing she like posted this thing on twitter where she retweeted a fan who like had it in their calendar of like troy savon featuring ariana grande wednesday and then like Nicki minaj featuring ariana grande thursday and then it was like (laughs) her album on friday and um she retweeted it with like my babies are well fed or something like that (laughs) which is really funny um so, like, all of that is happening. Troy Sivan's album is happening. And he's, like, doing a concert for the album with... Uh, and his, like, um... His opening act is Kim Petras, which is fun. Oh, fun! And that's also, like, the reason why her, like, Dr. Luke shit, like... Like, kind of, like, came to a little bit of a head. Because Ooh. he, like, announced that he was, like, really excited to have her on the tour. And then a bunch of people were, like like resurfacing the calling out of her for working with dr luke and then she like uh, had to like issue this apology and so hopefully she will evolve and leave that strange disgusting man (laughs) um and oh and charlie xcx has been teasing a lot of stuff on twitter i said last week that she was doing like a no like a Uh, every month release thing but she's doing this thing where every like the last single that she releases is um five five in the morning morning, right and then she was like now five in the morning is like a special time and every day for the for the next week i'll release something cool at five in the morning um like if it's like a new song or a remix or an edit or something like that um and so everyone was like 
clamoring, of course, because she has all of these unreleased tracks that she's been playing live that are like with PC music artists, and she's been liking a lot of tweets about said tracks. So Damn. everyone's like I'm waiting on for, edge. Um, come to my party to come out. Oh man, I okay, I feel like that one's the deepest I'm that one's so the deepest ready. cut. But she's been liking ones about No Angel, which is like the one that the PC music people are have been talking about the most. Mm-hmm. Um and Focus on My Love, which is the one that she Oh, I also really did like that one too. Live yeah, 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 at yeah. Form. yeah. Anywho. A lot of shit upcoming apparently. Oh and yeah. At some point we gotta we gotta do that pride pride episode. Oh yeah, it'll be next one. Yeah, we, this was a preview because we had a bunch of queer artists on this one. We'll just slowly ramp up until, for the rest of the time, it's only queer artists forever, for always. <laughs> the rest of the podcast. I mean, I can spend <laughs> an entire hour talking about the Sophie album. So, <laughs> happy Friday! Oh my god. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Last night full of happiness On the bed we a kiss and caress yeah. After the sex You found up on the side of me a rest And this morning you get a text And even though me vex Me not go say nothing, me not go stress Me just a reason with your conscience I got to know Oh my